Welcome to the All Financial Hour podcast with Steve All. Here with Steve All, I'm Jennifer Perry, and we have a special treat for you on this week's podcast. From time to time here on the radio show, we have a chance to catch up with some great celebrity guests. And so we thought we'd revisit one of our favorites from over the years this week. None other than legendary guitarist and singer Peter Frampton, who talks about his success back in the 70s and the story of that lost guitar on the cover of his smash album, Frampton Comes Alive. Let's listen in. Well, Peter, it's been a joy with you here today. It was great to hear the songs. Oh, you're welcome. From back in the 70s again. I had the pleasure to see you in Indianapolis of 79. And I know you've played, you were in a tour that was going through the central part of the United States at that time. And you were in St. Louis mm-hmm. on or about June the 21st of 1979. I know fans are different from anywhere, but I mean, I'm going to put you on the spot. Can you remember anything about St. Louis in your touring days? Oh, well, I remember the arch was closed. I never got to go on it. So. <laughs> That's about what I remember the most, that I wanted to go on that. So I've still got to do that. But I remember playing St. Louis, but, you know, it's 40 years of this yeah. now. <laughs> Just a few towns that Just you've been in Just a few towns sort of roll into one. But um, one of my managers lives in St. Louis, and my monitor mixer lives there. So, uh, yeah, it's a great city. And then one of the things that I, you know, we got the pleasure to hear you play the 1960 Gibson. You know, but can we hear a little bit about the story of the guitar that you lost in the airplane and Uh, got back later. It's the guitar you see on the front cover of Mm -hmm. Comes Alive, and it was given to me in 1970 when I was in Humble Pie. So it's on Rock On and Rock in the Film, or both those albums. And uh, we played in 1980, played Caracas, Venezuela, and had a day off the next day. We flew ahead to Panama, and the equipment went on a cargo plane, and the cargo plane crashed on takeoff. And everything was lost. It it was an inferno. We were told that nothing survived, unfortunately, and and obviously that meant people too. So, but what we found out later was the tail broke off, and in the tail just happened to be a few guitars, and they were damaged, but they weren't damaged beyond repair. And that guitar got sold in uh, Caracas, and for 15 years someone played that around town, and then it got a little hot. People knew what it was, but I didn't hear about it, you know. And so they then sold it, and I I was made aware of it when it was taken to be fixed on the island of Curacao to a luthier there, and he knew what it was. So he said, leave with, with me overnight, and then he took everything apart on it and took forensic shots of everything, pickups in, pickups out, electronics in, electronics out, and sent it to my website. So I woke up that following morning and opened this mail and screamed because it was... That's my guitar, and that's today. That's like two days ago we took these pictures. So that was 30 years later. And then two years it took to convince the people that it's a gray area <laughs> that had it that they could safely come to America and bring it back to me because they were worried that they were going to get arrested by the FBI for stolen merchandise. But obviously the person that ended up with it wasn't the person that stole it. You know, it had changed hands many times so I didn't care about that so they came to Nashville and uh, brought the guitar with them and returned it to me that had to be a wonderful feeling the day that you saw that guitar again well I didn't even see it first he had it in this shabby case like plastic case and he handed it to me he said Pidder it's very light right I said yeah it feels like mine so I opened it up and there it was and I said this is my guitar you know 
Now, going with the technology and the financial services industry, just like music, has changed quite a bit Mm. over the last 30 to 40 years. Going from the album of Frampton Comes Alive Mm -hmm. to Acoustics Today, talk to me a little bit about the changes in technology in the recording studios. Well, everything has gone completely digital now. Um, You can make an album on an iPad. (laughs) If you really want to, you can, and it'll sound good. It won't be as good as what I have in my studio, <laughs> but uh, it's just amazing how easy it is to record great quality these days. I still use analog tape as well as the... I, I marry the two together, the two technologies. I've always been an engineer as long as I've been playing guitar, so I've always been a techie guy. So I use something called Clasp, which ties the 24-track analog machine to my digital workstation. And uh, so everything gets recorded analog, but it ends up with the options that I have on digital, and I mix it from there. Now, Frampton Comes Alive was so big. You were 25 to 26 years old. Mm -hmm. What was it like at that time being thrown into that limelight? I was kind of prepared for success in as much as with the – in England, before I came to America, I'd already had a successful band, The Herd, and then, of course – Humble Pie in England, and then Humble Pie came over here, and we were successful too. So I thought I was prepared for what was to come, but no one can be prepared for that. You know, being the artist that has created and sold the biggest selling album of all time for that period until, you know, whoever overtook me, records are made to be broken. But yeah, that was uh, quite surreal, actually, going from being able to walk down the street anywhere and no no one know who I was, to not being able to go anywhere and everyone knew who I was, you know, the opposite. Which, when it's at that peak, it can be pretty scary sometimes when there's a lot of people. Um, I didn't, we didn't have bodyguards or no one was prepared for it, you know. So we learned quickly, though, um, because we got into some nasty situations where people just go crazy, you know. But the good thing was I come from good stock. My parents were the best parents anyone could have. And uh, I've always had my feet on the ground. Um, Maybe I lost my my footing for about three weeks when I I was number one in the world, uh, which I think I was allowed, but pretty much down to earth. And um, I think that's why I've survived in as much as I never think I'm that good. So I keep going. (laughs) Now, I love the quote where you say a pop star's career will last for 18 months and a musician's career lasts a lifetime. You know, what do you want your legacy to be? Well, whether I like it or not, the first paragraph will be uh, when I kick the bucket um, (laughs) is Frampton known mostly for Frampton Comes Alive being what it is. I don't know whether they'll mention my Grammy. I don't know what they'll mention, but I think that, yes, am I pleased with that, that I'll be remembered for Frampton Comes Alive mainly? Yes, because I'm very proud of that, and it's stood the test of time, and still today, there's new fans for me. Um, It's not my best album performance-wise, but I know a lot of people love it, you know. I can always do something better, (laughs) Um, But it's something I'm proud of, so I know I'll be remembered for that. I would like to be known mostly that I I was a good guitar player. Well, I think that's not going to be a problem. Thank you very much for being on the show today. Well, thank thank you. you. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for listening to the All Financial Hour podcast. Catch the full show Saturday at 7 a.m. on The Voice of St. Louis. 
KMOX. Steve All is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. The All Financial Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and the All Financial Hour podcast are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and, when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance license in the state of Missouri. Insurance license number 8039738.